Today, we're gonna do something that we haven't done before, which is talk about all the things that we don't like about Amazon. But you know, it's also good to review all of the reasons we love selling on the platform, so we're gonna do that as well. How cool is that? Pretty cool, I think. Are you a six, seven, or eight-figure seller and want to network in a private mastermind group with other experienced sellers? Or maybe you want to take advantage of monthly advanced training sessions with Kevin King, an expert guest. Do you want to come to our quarterly in-person all-day trainings at Helium 10 headquarters? Or do you want the widest access to the Helium 10 set of tools? For all of these things, the Elite program might be for you. For more information on Helium 10 Elite, go to h10.me forward slash elite. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Serious Sellers Podcast by Helium 10. I am your host, Bradley Sutton, and this is the show that's a completely BS-free, unscripted, and unrehearsed organic conversation about serious strategies for serious sellers of any level in the e-commerce world. And today, in particular, we're going to be focusing on the Amazon platform. It's something that, you know, in the past, I have not really talk too much about the things that I quote unquote hate about Amazon, but I did a poll, not really a poll, but like a post in the Helium Ted members Facebook group. And I asked everybody, Hey, put a couple things that you love about selling on the platform, put a couple things that you don't like about selling on the platform in the past. Like, you know, I never really talked too much about the thing and negative stuff, you know, like I think all of us are uh, very thankful about the Amazon platform. And so like I've always been just reluctant to like, you know, try and hate on Amazon. I know we have Amazon listeners out there uh, that work for Amazon. I don't want to like, you know, upset them or anything, but I think it's important that we keep it real. You know, this is no BS, right? So I want to talk about a couple of things that maybe I don't like too much about the platform, but then the, the things that I love about it, you know, which uh, to me kind of overpowers the stuff that I don't like. And I'm also going to share all of the ones that you guys submitted in that Facebook post. And then later on, I'm going to talk a little bit about that uh, bill. This all came up because of that one bill that came up. It's called the S2992, the American Innovation and Choice Online Act. So this is what start, got me thinking about this. You know, I was looking at the things that came out in Seller Central on it. And then what happened was there were some posts there and then in the Amazon forums and then in Seller Central itself, I was just like seeing, and the in the Facebook groups, I was just seeing a lot of hate coming out of this post. And that's why I just want to kind of take an objective view to this. Now here's a spoiler alert, guys. Me personally, I, I stay completely neutral as far as whenever it comes to political matters. So if you're expecting me to to have some kind of suggestion at the end on whether you should reach out to a senator or you should not, or if you do, what you should say, what you should ask, should you be pro this bill or should you be against this bill? Well, you know, go ahead and and tune out now because that's not what I, what I, what I'm here to do. But I just want to like you know kind of put both sides uh, you know here to to kind of like uh, lay the cards on the table and and just maybe give you a different viewpoint because I do think that there is some bias. Uh, some unfair bias against Amazon out there. That being said, like I said, let's go ahead and talk about what don't we like about Amazon um, and selling on Amazon. So me, my number one pet peeve, I guess you could say, is probably support. Like, it's like beating your head against the wall sometimes, right, guys? It, you know, like we'll ask something 
and and the first person that does it will just give you the either the completely wrong answer, obviously copied and pasted. And, and you know, sometimes I, I, I'm obnoxious sometimes. I'll even say, please do not copy and paste a standard answer. I really need you to look at this. And it doesn't matter. They'll, they'll still copy and paste it probably just to uh, spite me. But that that just makes me lose my hair uh, out there because, you know, sometimes I, I reach out to support for very important matters and I just cannot fathom why they can't comprehend, you know, sometimes what I'm trying to uh, what I'm trying to tell them. I mean, there are times where I've gone back and forth on the same matter, like maybe 10, 20 times before I can get something resolved or before I can get a customer service representative who actually can address my problem. And sometimes just the answer just baffles me, you know, like, you know, uh, I've had some questions on brand analytics and other things, you know, product opportunity explorer. And they're like, oh, sorry, we can't help you, you know, on that. It is what it is. And I'm like, what in the world, you know? But, but yeah, I think a lot of you guys out there probably can relate to me that that is one of the biggest pet peeves is, is the perceived ineptitude of many of the, you know, like tier one or your first group of, of customer support specialists who, who get to your needs. Now I've had some great ones before, you know, I don't want to like say hundred percent of Amazon customer service is bad. There's some people who like on my very first try, they'll, they'll go above and beyond, but, but it seems like that's the exception, not, not the rule. Another thing that, that I've never liked is, and this is kind of a two-way street too, is Amazon, as we know, is ultra, ultra, ultra customer focused as in the retail customer and not seller focused. Now that's one of the reasons why am people love Amazon and it's so successful, right? But because of this, sometimes there's rules out there and things where it just, you wonder like, does Amazon even care about us sellers? Because it's all about the buyer, you know, like what they can do, like you can just return products at any time it seems. And, and um, you know, you, you try and report another seller doing shady things and they don't really care. But if it's, a buyer who reports something and then, oh my goodness, you know, like, like they, they might say something wrong about your listing. It could be a, a, a shady person, but because it's coming from a buyer account then Amazon's like, nope. All right. We're going to shut this listing down because the buyer said that this, this product is, is defective or something like that. So to me, that's, that's a, that's a little give and take because it's like, Hey, there's a reason why Amazon is popular and, and why customers trust it so much. But at the same time, like it would be nice for Amazon to like maybe have some more love for us sellers. You guys agree with me? But other things uh, I don't like is is just the inconsistency sometimes with operations. You know, um, I'll I'll be checking inventory into a certain DC distribution center. Same 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 DC. You know, week after week, month after month. And then all of a sudden I'll get like two or three shipments that it will just sit there for like a month and a half. And Amazon won't even allow you to check on it. You know something is wrong because it only takes two days to get checked in normally. And then all of a sudden it just takes a month or two months to get checked in. And you can't even like put a, a, a tracer on what's going on because, you know, 60 days hasn't passed. You know, that that can screw, screw you over, you know, sometimes. And so, uh, you know, sometimes I feel like there's a lack of, at lack of consistency, um, you know, somewhere along the supply chain. What other things don't I like about Amazon? I, I guess in general, it's it's how easy it is for people to do black hat 
tactics and how difficult it is to report bad behavior. You know, Amazon's done a great job in the last couple of years punishing bad behavior, but there's still too much of it, in my opinion, out there. And, you know, whether it's people upvoting your negative reviews or people just giving you bad reviews or or just all the shady things that happen out there, um, with as va- as advanced as Amazon is, I would love to see them crack down even more and to and make it easier for us sellers to report other you know misbehaviors. Now, on the flip side, though, you know, let's let's talk about what we love about Amazon or what I personally love. First of all, I, I would not be here if it wasn't for Amazon. Like sitting in this chair in this house, the ability to create a podcast room like this out of my own pocket because of the money I've made from Helium 10 and from my Amazon businesses and things. I mean, literally the last six, seven years of my life, my main jobs between Helium 10 and other uh, jobs I've had have all been because of Amazon. And I'm sure that's the case for a lot of you listeners out there where your main income now is Amazon. So like if Amazon wasn't around, you know, who knows where, where you'd be. And, and, and I'm one of those, you know, I, I was uh, working in the, uh, you know, car parts uh, field before that it's not doing that great now. And then I was working in the food industry. It wasn't necessarily a passion of mine. So I don't know where I would be right now if, if there was no such thing as, as Amazon, but it just in general, I, I think anybody can relate is just, there's never been anything like this where it's just so easy to make money without, you physically having to partake in the process. Now, what do I mean by that? You know, it's like, you know, you can send your inventory, right, to to FBA and never even touch it. You know, nowadays you kind of have to use three PLs uh, a little bit more, but, you know, th- that was unheard of before, you know, unless you're talking about just one, one-off drop shipping and things that take, you know, two, three weeks to get to customers and you're drop shipping from China. You know, I'm not talking about that, but just to be able to uh, provide one and two-day shipping to customers and then you never even have to like touch the product. It's it's just really insane the infrastructure that Amazon has set up, you know. And and like I said, Amazon is so customer centric that they have the best reputation out there. And you know, a lot of dot com people they'll start on Amazon because what they notice is, even though they have a dot com website, what people do is they'll bounce off the website. They don't want to buy it from the website. They don't. They might not trust it, but they'll look for that brand on Amazon. So they can get their two-day delivery. And they're like, oh, even though this is like Bradley'sproducts.com or whatever, you know, I'm not going to trust getting it from there. I, I'd prefer to buy this product, not on the branded website, where it's probably cheaper, but I'll go and pay a couple extra bucks and buy it on Amazon. That's like how crazy it is, you know, nowadays and how much people trust uh, Amazon. The the infrastructure, you know, the the partnered shipping rates. You know, if you're sending smaller stuff to Amazon FBA, you know, like it's insane. Like I'll send stuff from Southern California to the Stockton DC, which is in Northern California. And let's just say it's, it's coffin shelves, right? A huge box of coffin shelves. You like, I think it has like 15 coffin shelves. It's heavy. It's large. It's oversized. And like for each box of that UPS ground, I'm paying something ridiculous, like $9 to ship it to Amazon FBA. And then from there it's free. Kind of, you know, Amazon distributes it among all its warehouses and I don't, I don't really see that charge. I mean, sure, that's built into the to to the fulfillment charge. But still, I mean, that's just like really, really crazy uh, cheap prices that, that we have. Um, 
uh, ju- just it's just really amazing what what Amazon has built, and not just in this country, but they've been duplicating that you know throughout North America, throughout Europe, and now Asia and and other uh, other continents as well. So there's just a lot to love about Amazon. You know, for, from a from a software uh, point of view, it's really great how much Amazon is willing to work with companies like Helium Ten, willing to work with sellers who want to connect via the API. Look at all the metrics that Amazon gives. It is unprecedented. I mean, you have insights into things that in no other online industry you could even fathom doing. I mean, Helium 10 would not exist as it is today if Amazon did not have so much data points that were open to public consumption. You know, you cannot just go to to like a a Shopify website and then just with a click a button, use X-ray and get the uh you know, pretty close estimate of the sales and, and a history of the sales and things like that. No, but you can with Amazon because Amazon makes things like BSR public information. And then because it's public, then now Helium 10 can turn around and, you know, develop an algorithm that, that can uh, estimate sales. You know, think about all of these things that that Amazon provides access to, you know, requesting a review. Uh, you know, the way that Helium 10 does that is by connecting to Amazon's API and then you can just, you know, click a button once and then have all your orders have uh, reviews requested. What, what about things like brand analytics, uh, search query performance, uh, product opportunity explore? These are uh, some, some things available to all sellers, some things available to only brand registered sellers, but a lot of great insights that no other platform out there is giving uh, its sellers. The advertising is so advanced. I mean, any of you guys who have been selling on on other platforms know it's like night and day when you're looking at Amazon advertising, like all the different ways that you can advertise and the different metrics they give you. And now there's new things like top of search and and uh, all kinds of cool new sponsor display things. I mean, it is really, really incredible uh, the kind of tools that, you know, five years ago, even in Amazon, these were only available to like top sellers, you know, like Vendor Central people or people like Nike and things like that. But now they're just available to the average Joe Amazon seller. Really, really incredible what Amazon has done with with Amazon advertising. And it's a fairly universal experience, regardless of which marketplace you are selling in. You know, some of the other marketplaces don't have as much as we do here in the USA, but usually something gets launched over here, it'll get launched over there. So the list goes on and on uh, about Amazon. And at the end of the day, Amazon is giving like historical value to its sellers. You know, sure, I complained about those things, which I, I pretty much never do. I don't really complain about Amazon too much, but I think we can all agree that at the end of the day, Amazon is giving a lot of value out to its sellers. Now, let me just uh, talk a little bit about some of the other things that you guys uh, mentioned in the Facebook group here about the things that you like and dislike about Amazon. Um, Hassan says, I like Amazon because we can do Amazon from anywhere in the world. And I also love the sales velocity. Things which I dislike are huge competition and account creation is very difficult. Uh, Irfan says, I dislike the unprofessional seller support team. Mohammed said, I love Amazon's traffic and freedom of work. Um, I don't like Amazon's referral charges and seller support. Munib says, traffic in FBA facilities as an overseas seller. That's great. You know, I didn't think about that, you know, because, you know, me, FBA is great for me, even though I live in America. But imagine how amazing it is for people who don't even live in the United States 
and they can still utilize FBA. Dislikes from Muneeb, uh, non-transparent PPC charges and glitches, and monopoly of Amazon in favor of its own brands and listings. That one I, I might disagree with a little bit, but I, I, I see where you're coming from, Muneeb. Jonathan says, I love everything can be automated. Eileen says, I love having the ability to have the location, freedom, and take care of my mom. I love uh, hearing stuff like that, guys. You know, a lot of personal experiences there. And two, you know, like for years now, Amazon has been my family's primary income. You know, uh, my wife doesn't have to work anymore, you know, outside of the house. And so these little things are, are huge when it comes to family. Dislike, uh, this is still Aileen. Uh Dislike Seller Central's support doesn't have a clue sometimes, but it doesn't stop us to grow. It's all about resourcefulness. Leah says, I love the ease. And then she dislikes the difficulty. And then she she adds a LOL right there. And she says, it's so easy to set up a store and make sales, but it's so difficult dealing with listings and issues sometimes. Buy box suppression from outside competitors is the worst. You're literally stuck. Editing content is a pain. Awai says, I love the location free and almost autopilot. And I love the good ROI. I don't like the process that the processes are quite frustrating from research to launch. And there's a lot of risk. Joel says, I love the money and I don't like the competition. Haleen says, I love unmatched online traffic and cost efficient fulfillment. Storage shipping costs are excellent. Yes, I agree. Uh, that online traffic, I, I should have mentioned that myself, but yeah, that, that's 100% correct as well. Uh, I dislike Seller Central is not user-friendly and seller support isn't incentivized enough to actually support you. Patricia says, I love being a customer and the returns. I hate being a seller and the returns. I love that one right there. All right, um, let's see. Joey says, I love the volume and freedom to work from anywhere in the world. Uh, I don't like seller support and a second vote for uh, not liking seller support. Joe Parker says, I love the traffic and hands-off fulfillment and customer service. I don't like seller support and the IPI. That's the inventory. Gina. Gina has been on the podcast before. Uh, she was in the like around 325 or somewhere around there. Anyways, uh, Gina says, I love large marketplaces to reach customers. I love FBA services when it's done right. I don't like seller support. And also, I don't like that Amazon can control your existence on their platform, judge, jury, and executioner, and they're constantly changing the rules and they make it hard and sometimes impossible to appeal. Heather says, I like the traffic and potential, but I hate how difficult the bots and seller support make things. Michael says, I love how you can be halfway across the world and still manage your business on a boat on the lake in the middle of nowhere. Sounds very specific by Michael. I wonder where, where he's... Uh, doing his business from. And he also loves how he can literally learn something new every week. He dislikes how rules aren't followed verbatim and sellers can get away with main images, not on all white background, for example. Good point, Michael. Laura says, I love Seller Central. I'm not that techie, but it makes sense to me. I love the FBA model where they deal with the customer orders. I dislike the support structure. Generic bot answers drive me bonkers. Uh, I dislike losing storage allowance. Nabil says, I love everything. I hate section three. What is section three? I don't know what section three is. Uh, Yasir says, I love the business model gives time and location, freedom to automation. I love the brand growth uh, potential, love seller university. I love the platform interface. 
I don't like sometimes poor profitability, he says, high saturation, extremely strict policies for sellers, and something similar to what I said, all their obsession is with the end customer due to which the sellers are mistreated by customers, negative reviews, refunds, etc. Larry says, I like convenience and variety, and I dislike that Prime sometimes is no longer two days and prices are not always the lowest. That's about it. There, there, there's a few more here, but I just want to you know throw out some of the, the, the ones. But a couple things here. I think you guys saw that there was a, kind of a, some consistency there with what people really loved about the freedom and and really amazing things there. A lot of, lot of variety there. But what would you say, like a good 80% of those comments that I just read out uh, about were about seller support. Now, one thing I really didn't see too much of there was talking about some of the things that people were concerned about with this new bill. Now, let's just, let's just go ahead and switch gears and talk about that. If if you didn't see, there was a message in Seller Central uh, on June 2nd that said, U.S. sellers write to your senators and urge them to oppose S-2992, the American Innovation and Choice Online Act. Now, a lot of the people who I've seen writing about that, they were like, they, they were saying, oh, this is great. No, I, I like think we should write to our senators and and ask them to please push this through because Amazon is is like prioritizing always its own products. Like I think I only saw one person, you know, write about that. You know, me personally, that's never affected me. You know, Amazon doesn't have its own coffin shelf. It's not promoting its own egg tray, you know, over our our products. It's not, you know, uh, promoting its own paper straws to compete with the Project 5K products. No, but yeah, you know, Amazon does have a lot of its own brands and and sellers and rightfully are worried about does Amazon's products play by the same rules. And so a lot of people are like, Hey, th- this new bill is going to help with that. Maybe now, now here's the thing. I, I, I didn't read all the fine print of the bill. I, I've tried to read some articles on it and, and, and I could, but I can see how some sellers or how many sellers, you know, think that it's a great thing. Now on the flip side, some people were kind of like roasting Amazon for like putting in the seller forums and in their dashboard to write to the senator saying to oppose it when it seems like it's very, very much pro pro seller. Now, one of the things that I didn't know about that, you know, in one of Amazon's blogs about this, and again, I would have to read the details, but they were saying that if this goes through, then Amazon might be forced to not use its own network in every situation for Prime as far as its own shipping network. Now that I hadn't read anywhere. I didn't realize that the bill also says that. So that's something to keep in mind that, yeah, Prime could be kind of like devalued if now Amazon, like an X percent of its orders had to, you know, by force use UPS or USPS or something else and thus was not able to guarantee always the one and two day shipping. You know, so that's something that, you know, maybe you guys should should take a look at before making your decision on, hey, is this something I want to support or oppose? There's a lot of things in this bill and and it doesn't necessarily call Amazon out by by name, but you know, Amazon is is kind of kind of targeted here. You can kind of read between the lines. But but here's one point 
that I want you guys to think about. Um, apart from from that one part about shipping that you might not have known about. And again, I'm I'm not I'm not going to say oppose or promote this this bill. That's not how I roll. You know, I stay neutral in in political things like this. But here's the thing: Amazon obviously doesn't like it, and Amazon says that if it goes through, it's going to negatively affect Amazon. And now some people are are some sellers are saying, well. Yeah, it's negatively going to affect them because now they're not going to have the competitive advantage over me, blah, blah, blah. But think about this is, is just if, if Amazon is negatively affected, do you think that's going to be good for you down the road? You know, like maybe that one part is good that maybe you're selling a, a collagen peptides and Amazon has this collagen peptides and they've been pushing it above in the for your brand section or whatever, right? And now they're going to disappear. Maybe for you, you know, you might like this, but then what if because of all these changes that's going to happen, all these fines that Amazon might have, now instead of 15% commission, it's now going to be 20% commission. You know, like what if these things result in Amazon not being able to give you the level of service that you've been getting for the same price? So regardless if you agree or disagree with the bill or with what Amazon is saying, that's something to consider is until now, you who replied to that post and those who have had success selling on Amazon, it's under the current ecosystem of things that are happening, right? Regardless if you think there are some things fair or unfair, it definitely seems that it's the, the, the things that this bill addresses, they're not some of the things that are most top of mind for sellers of what they hate about Amazon, the, the, the main thing about me that I said and that everybody said in that post was all about seller support. There's nothing about seller support here in the in this bill. So that being said, you know, even if you think it might be a positive move, just think about that for a second. Where you think it's positive, is that going to really affect your bottom line if those go through? Are you? I'll tell you right now, it wouldn't for for anything in Project X and Project 5K. But then if that goes through, and then now Amazon is getting fines left and right because they're having trouble complying with this or or they're just like frustrated uh, with it and, and they decide to raise prices or now they're like, you know, Prime has to be four days, you know, shipping. Well, guess what, guys? That could affect your business. You know, even though you, it, you didn't get helped by this bill, right? Because maybe you, your products weren't competing with Amazon or something like that, but you could be negatively affected. Okay, and again, I'm going to say this for the 17th time. I am not saying do this or don't do that as far as this bill goes. I'm just saying, you know, think about it with an open mind and look at both sides. I I looked at that bill and I looked at what sellers were saying. I 1000% can understand where some of those sellers are coming from, especially those ones that were kind of flaming Amazon in the forums. There there is one guy here. Hold on. let, Let me find his his post here. Yeah, the, the, this one guy's comment in the Amazon seller forum, he was actually like quoted by CNBC as well. He's like, yeah, uh, you know, kind of like think, think of a little quote unquote sarcasm here. He's like, yes, I'm going to oppose that Amazon will be prohibited from undercutting, manipulating the buy box and instituting restrictions on certain listings that unfairly bar me from selling on an item. Yep. Right into my senator right now. Um, no, listen, I understand where that guy's coming from. You know, th- those are valid points. Too. And and if if you were like 1000% against this bill, I think you should consider 
uh, points like this uh, as well. Coming out again, coming out uh, of it from my viewpoint, from Project X account, Project Five K account. Um, there's nothing that this bill is going to, uh, you know, quote unquote, fix that I feel like needs fixing right now from, from, from our, you know, because we're not competing with Amazon and. Yeah, I don't think there's issues with the buy box. You know, it's not like we're losing buy box to to others and things like that. So, guys, in conclusion, we all love Amazon. We all hate Amazon in different aspects. But at the end of the day, you know, those of us who have found success on Amazon, I don't think we would change too much about it. Yes, we would probably all change the the seller support uh, experience there, but. At the end of the day, you know, Amazon has changed most of our lives. It's changed my life completely. And it's probably changed your life as well. And we are through 351, 352 episodes of this show where I have interviewed hundreds of people whose lives Amazon has changed for the better. So we definitely should be grateful for what they've created and continue to create and develop and innovate for us. Um, no matter what, nothing is perfect. You, no matter how amazing something is, it's never going to be perfect. There's always going to be fault that we can find. And yes, I and you can find fault until the cows come home with different things uh, about Amazon. But uh, at the end of the day, I think it's overall a great experience. And as long as Amazon keeps working at making things better and listening to the sellers uh, and improving the experience, I think you know things will only get better. So anyways, um, Amazon love, hate relationship. I would love to get your feedback, you know, start a thread in the helium 10 members, Facebook group, or if you're watching this on Instagram or somewhere else, you know, start a comment. What do you love uh, about selling on Amazon? What would you change uh, about Amazon? What are your thoughts on this bill that is, is going to go through the Senate? You know, are you for it? If so, why are you against it? If so, why, if it doesn't go through, are you going to be negatively affected? If it does go through, are you going to be negatively affected or are you going to be positively affected? I'd love to just, you know, get the conversation started on this. You know, you know how I, I roll here. I, I try and stay BS free as always and just keep things real. So would love to uh, you guys to do the same. Anyways, guys, hope you enjoy this episode and we'll see you in the next one.